Welcome to Victorious Living. God, what are you thinking? What are you thinking? Telling me that I'm going to father a child when I'm a hundred years old? See, his mind, the gate of the spiritual side of his life in accepting what God said to him was closed to what God said to him. You, you shall have a child and you will be the father of many nations and Abraham couldn't comprehend it until he made a choice. He made a choice. He made a good choice. He made the right choice. He chose then to push the carnal out of his thinking and let the spiritual side of his thinking of what God had said to him. I'm going to give you a child. He let that permeate his mind until it took root. Welcome to Victorious Living with Pastor Charles Cowan. Today, Pastor Cowan is ministering to us. The gateway to faith is located in the mind. We invite you to stay tuned to today's program. If you can't, we invite you to visit our website at victoriousliving.org. There you'll find other audio and video resources to help you in your Christian walk. And now here's Pastor Cowan as he shares the gateway to faith is located in the mind. I'm just simply tonight trying to tell you it's more than coming to church and shouting. Even though it's good to come to church when the Spirit's moving and the Holy Spirit's moving across the congregation and the presence of God is here and you can just, as we used to say, you can feel Him in the air. I feel Him in the I feel him in my hands. I feel him in my feet. I feel him someplace else. <laughs> I feel him all over me. So it's, 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 that's, that's good when the Spirit's moving, but the Spirit doesn't move like that every day of your life. It doesn't move, move that way every day of my life. I mean, it's not moving. It could be, but it probably not 100%. It's not moving that way when you get up in the morning. Probably not. Because you're thinking about what you got to face that day. You're facing something that's happened in your life. Something's happened in your family. Something's happened on the job. Something's happened in your business. You're focused on what's happening in the carnal and it's overriding the spiritual. And so Smith Wigglesworth, what did he do? He got up at four o'clock every morning and he walked the floor, lifting his hands, I read, and just praising God, getting his day started so that he had the spiritual strength not to let the carnal side get into his mind for that day. And, and folks, we have to do that. We have to do that. You know, people come sometimes and want to pray, uh, Pastor, pray for me that I'll have more faith. And I sometimes feel like telling them, but I don't. I said, if I was going to pray that prayer, I'd pray it for myself. Pray that God would give me more faith. Amen. And then after that happened, then I'll pray for you. And, and that kind of thing. <laughs> and so uh, these things sometimes, you know, just to stop and, and look at them and think our way through them is a good thing. Where, we, where we're not expecting uh, anything. We're, just, we're hearing, we're listening, we're learning. Amen. So Abraham, what happened when, when God told Abraham that? Abraham fell on his face. Abraham fell on the ground. And he laughed. Now see, he's laughing even though God has said something to him. What does the laughter here mean? It means he has 
placed his thoughts. Well, God, I can't believe that. I can't see that, God. I can't believe that. And so he laughed and said in his heart, shall a child be born unto him that is a hundred? What's he thinking about? He's thinking from the carnal side. He's not thinking from the spiritual side. And so when we think our life, when in life, and when we're thinking from the carnal side about everything in our life, the voice of the spiritual side of our life and what God has said, it's dim, it's faint, it's not very loud at all. So God's voice wasn't very loud uh, to Abraham when he fell on his face and he let the carnal side of life. Now carnal means natural. Carnal don't mean a person's off out in deep sin somewhere. It's just the, it's just the fleshly side of life. And so he said, uh, shall, a, shall a child be born unto him that is a hundred years old? See, now his age is getting in the way. And shall Sarah, now see, Sarah's getting in the way. Y'all, that's getting in the way. You know, if I hadn't brought her along, she wouldn't be getting in the way. Or whatever his thoughts were there. And so he said, and uh, uh, can, uh, shall a child be born unto him that is a hundred years old, and shall Sarah, that is ninety years old, uh, bear a child or, or bear? And no doubt, I believe that Abraham finally is looking at God and saying, God, what are you thinking? What are you thinking telling me that I'm going to father a child when I'm a hundred years old? See, his mind, the gate of the spiritual side of his life and accepting what God said to him was closed to what God said to him. You, you shall have a child and you will be the father of many nations and Abraham couldn't comprehend it until he made a choice. He made a choice. He made a good choice. He made the right choice. He chose then to push the carnal out of his thinking and let the spiritual side of his thinking of what God had said to him, I'm going to give you a child. He let that permeate his mind until it took root. And when it took root, then we get our Abraham kind of faith written right in the Bible before it. He believed God. He did not doubt God. He was strong in faith, believing that what God had said would happen in his life. So you can see he changed his mind. So if things are not working for us in our mind where the word of God's concerned and we feel like God has let us down, don't point your finger at God. I don't want to point my finger at God and say, God, you're not faithful because the one thing that God has said, tell, told us he was, was the song we sung a minute ago. God is faithful to do what he said he would do. God will not fail me. God will not let me languish out there in unbelief and all of the carnal things that's happening out there and rob me. He's stealing. He came to steal, kill, and destroy. He wants to kill my faith. He wants to destroy my faith. He wants to uh, uh, kill. He wants to steal my faith. And here he's trying to steal Abraham's faith. That, that he'd have this child that, that, that would come forth and teach us or show us the actions of the Abraham kind of faith. What was the Abraham kind of faith? What was the, what was the critical 
point in it. What was that? That we can have what we say. And so if there is doubt that's trying to crop, crop up, that's Satan trying to steal our faith. And sometimes, sometimes people don't see it that way. Sometimes people don't receive it in that way. And, and God lets us receive it the way we decide to receive it. He does. So we really do not have excuses. We really don't have excuses. Thank you all for your shouting tonight. Amen. So the first reaction by Abraham to what God said was a mind reaction. Abraham's carnal gate was open and unguarded. And remember, he had already heard from God. But the gate was wide open. And in rushed all these faith stealers, faith killers, and whatever else that other word was. He let in every one of those voices. And those voices were yelling at him. Those voices were screaming at him. And he was then started to talk. You get my drift. He then started to talk. When these robbers of faith, stealers of faith, destroyers of faith are superseding the voice of the spirit, then they are screaming. They're screaming up here. That means then the gate is open. So Abraham had to close his gate. You got to close your gate because you're not judged by God where your spirituality, where my spirituality is concerned until I walk by faith. The just shall live. Another part says the just walk by faith. So when, when the gate of faith is open in your mind, it's going to affect your tongue. It's going to affect how you say stuff. It's going to affect how you see things. When you're when, you're, uh, when your life is being guided by the spiritual side of life, of the voice of God's word implanted into my mind, in my heart, then we are spiritually minded. And uh, the Bible talks about being spiritually minded as opposed to being carnal minded. And so we understand the devil's on the job, but we're to be superseding the carnal side of our life by being spiritual of, of uh, receiving by receiving the word of God and putting our mind to being a doer of it and not letting what's happening in the carnal world knock us off of our faith because that's the only way Satan can work with what you can see what you can hear and what you can feel by your five physical senses amen praise God he couldn't do it. Abraham let his carnal gate, left his carnal gate open for God's word to come to pass initially. For Abraham to be a man of faith and faithfulness, much less be called the father of faith, he had to close that carnal gate and open his mind or his spiritual gate. He could not depend on his sense gate. He had to change his thinking gate to a spiritual gate to be in complete agreement with what God said. So it doesn't matter if I'm 100 years old, 150 years old, 452,000 years old. It doesn't matter. God has said something. Amen. And if God says it's so, it's so. 
Are we there tonight? Are you there? Am I there tonight? Are, we, are, are all of us there tonight? I don't know that because I don't do the choosing for you. I do the choosing for me. And so what have we chosen? A spiritual mind or a carnal mind? To be spiritually minded is life and peace. To be carnally minded is what? Is death. What does it say? To be dead. The carnal mind leans to its to 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 death, to stealing, killing, to destroying. So God judges our spiritual our spirituality. He judges it in a different way than man often judges it. He judges it by what gate is open in our mind, what gate we've closed in our mind, what we're saying with our words and what we're doing with our actions and what we're doing in the love walk and, what, and on and on we could go. So we have to make the choice. God doesn't make it for us. I don't make it for you. Amen. Don't want to make it for you. Couldn't if I wanted to. And neither can you make that choice for me. Amen. It's a personal choice that I make. Amen. But if I make the right choice, my life is going to be a life of peace in the midst of the turmoil of the carnal world. Amen. Can you, can you believe that tonight? Well, let's stand up tonight and thank God. Give thanks unto God. It's our hope that today's message, The Gateway of Faith is Located in the Mind, has ministered to you. We invite you to come visit us at our website, victoriousliving.org. There you'll find audio of today's sermon and different resources and materials that can help you in your Christian walk. If you would like to request a free CD copy of today's message, you can do that by calling 1-800-842-7896. Again, that number, 1-800-842-7896. If you would like to receive a free CD copy of today's message, please request Offer 32. Today's special offer number is 32. From Pastor Cowan and the congregation of Faith is the Victory Church, we'll be looking for you next time on Victorious Living.